your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations. Spewing the truth since 2018, I'm your host, Max Pichette. Ladies beware. And today, um, I've been working on a new format for the podcast. I wanted to do something like a radio show almost, except it's a podcast, obviously. Um, I'm not really sure what, how, I have an idea of what I'm going to do for it, but I'm not completely sure yet, so, let's just, um, just going to start it off with, uh, just how we always do. I don't know how we always do it. Um, anyway, but, ooh, this is actually harder than I thought it would be to start off. So, we're just going to go to a break and I'll think about what the next segment is. Do you like having random people scream at you? Yeah! Do you like the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network? Yeah, I guess. Good, you better. Also, come to your house and kill you. All right. Go check out Shell and Gear the Podcast with your host, Silas. And I'll be on the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network. Do you have anything to add? Just wait a few more 30 seconds. Woo! Woo! Come check me out. I'll be piggybacking off of everybody Super else. mediocre. All right, we're back. And, well, I'm, I think I'm just going to talk about the new back-to-school plan that Saskatchewan has, the province I'm from in Canada. Um, yes, it's time to go back to school. I think it's safe to say that this you know, um, you got to, I guess, um, I don't see how necessary it is, especially seeing as the way they teach us, how, how they teach us, not very well, to be honest with you, being a student, I can, I can say that, like, really, um, but let's just talk about a little bit of how they're gonna go send us back to school, so kind of what they want to do is it's very loose and I think that's awesome they wanna uh they they kinda want they just wanna send us back to school with as few restrictions as possible they didn't make masks mandatory they um they they said that physical distancing or whatever it's called anymore I can't even keep track um isn't too feasible and I agree with that, you know, like, kids have to be close, they have to be, um, mentally and physically, because it just seems like a lot of kids, including myself, have to be near their friends, um, because being with your friends helps with your mental health a lot, and it just gives you someone, someone to hang out with, you know, because you don't always want to be alone all the time, sometimes, you know, you want to chill out by yourself but you don't always want to be and being far away from your friend and trying to talk to them even even if you're face to face standing six feet away from my best friend or any of my friends would just be it wouldn't have the same effect I guess as being with your friend face to face really um, not really close but you know um, closer than six feet and I agree with not having physical distancing uh, mandatory, like, or severely 
um, uh, what's the word, pushed on us, I guess. That's kind of what it is. But, and then you have, and I really do like the Saskatchewan government's idea of going back to school. Um, we have to get back to normal. This is people say, "Oh, this is the new normal." This is only the new normal if you make it the new normal. If you go along with what everyone's trying to make you do, it's gonna be the new normal. Do you want this to be the new normal? Ask yourself that, and really think about it too, because I don't want this to be my new normal. That would suck. Like. Yeah, it would just not be good. Um, yeah, uh, I really don't want to go back to school. It's been six months. It's going to be really hard to go back to school, but I think making it as normal as possible is actually going to help a lot. And then you have all these people protesting, you know. In, a, in the closest city to me, because I live in, like, rural area, closest city is about, ooh, close to 45 minutes away, they had, ooh, close to three dozen people protesting. That, that, they're protesting that masks are mandatory for schools. And, okay, if, if you, here, here's the thing. Let me tell you something here. Masks, they didn't outlaw masks. You're allowed to wear a mask if you want. But you don't have to if you don't want to. If it makes you feel good, if it makes you feel safe, go right ahead. And if you don't want to wear one, you do not have to. That's, I really like that. They didn't make it illegal, but these people don't want to step back and think about what they're saying and what they're trying to protest. And I think... That's a very good thing to do. I've stepped back and looked at what I've said for sometimes. You know, sometimes I realize that I do get, um, I go crazy with what I say and I don't really think about what I'm saying all the time. But sometimes you just need to step back and realize, wow, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. And sometimes you need someone to remind you of that, Some, you know, like, this is my reminder to the people who are protesting. You really do not have... You, you can wear masks. It, it's not illegal. You, if you, you wear a mask if you want to. Alright, um... And that's kind of what I wanted to say. I, I think it's a fairly good idea what the Saskatchewan government's doing for back to school. But no one knows what they're doing, really. You know, it... it Th that being said, there's a lot of things that don't really make sense. But you know what they say. You gotta walk the walk, you gotta uh, talk too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kinda, that's just what I wanted to say about that. Um, we're gonna take a little bit of a break again, and please um, stick around. This is an ad for How Good That A, the podcast, with the, with the host, Lucas. Is, this podcast is part of the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network, which is the greatest network ever. 
Do we have some people to agree with that statement? No. I'm Max Pichette and I approve this message. Cool, we got the father's permission. Or approval. Uh, we're a podcast that's mainly about Canadian things, but who knows, it rarely ever ends up being actually Canadian related. I never told you guys this. Shh. Uh, we talk about anything to everything to anything, so yeah. Uh, bye, I guess. Goodbye. Check out everybody's podcast in the network. Bye. Co-host or co-host for the segment, Lucas. Uh, Deagles. Yeah, Lucas. Or whatever. Um, how about that, eh? Um, and we have two things to report on right now. This is our new segment, I guess. Um, a massive explosion happened in Beirut, the capital of the country Lebanon. Have you heard of that? Yeah, I have heard of the bombing or whatever. Uh, it wasn't a bombing. It was. Uh, people think some people think it was some a bombing. Pe- some people think it was a bombing. It, but. What the official, um, the official statement is that it was caused by twenty five hundred or two point two five or twenty five hundred twenty five hundred pounds of nitrous ammonium nitrate, which is um, uh, it's used. It was supposed to be used as as uh, fertilizer, but. You would think they'd keep highly explosive things more... It, it was there for, like, more than a decade, I think. I know. You'd think they would protect it better since yeah. it's explosive. Uh, what what the uh, theory is <laughs> from the government is that... I mean, can we really trust what the government has to say? But yeah. we're just going to go on the official for this one. Um, what happened is, was, apparently, that there was a welding accident, and it caught on fire the ammonium nitrate... And it blew up a large portion of the city, leaving hundreds dead and thousands wounded. Yeah, some people say the government caused it. Yeah, you never know. Like that, and that's not a city that's stranger to bombings and stuff. Yeah. Also, uh, um, does didn't like the French president or whatever head there? I'm not sure. I think he. I haven't been reading too much about it. I've yeah. I, when it first happened, I was reading quite a bit. But um, our hearts go out to them, you know? Yeah. Um, we wish them a fast recovery and to hopefully rebuild soon and be um, be better, you know? Like, yeah. get, not be better, but get better. Yeah. Um, and now another story of a bombing. This is from CTV News Canada. In This is... Man killed in car explosion outside a Kitchener White House. Police be, believe IED involved. Improvised explosive improvised. device. Yeah. Um, Waterloo Regional Police see a deadly car explosion in front of the Kitchener, Ontario courthouse Friday morning. Quote appears to be the result of a suspected IED or improvised explosive device. Yeah, but unquote. they don't even know. They don't even have a suspect. Not. It's like, it's like, hmm, yeah. a lot of people hate the, the Prime Minister and think pe- important people like that, but it's like, hmm, who would actually do something? Yeah, really, no one's willing to go to jail for that crap. Yeah. It's like, you know what, I'll just write hate mail. Yeah, um, 
Police have confirmed that a man died in the explosion and that he was co connected to two Kitchener residences where investigators, where investigators were conducting searches on Hartwood Drive and Grand Flats Trail. That sounds a bit suspicious, does yeah. it not? You know, have you ever... Uh, um, they say, have you ever thought it was a suicide? Uh, no. Like, no, think about it. Like Maybe he... He was linked to it, but to remove himself from it, he Or maybe he faked his death or something. Well, let's keep reading. And just see. threw another body in there and called yeah, him, named him Dave or something. Yeah, or whatever the guy's name was. They said the Peel Regional Police Explosive Disposal Unit was assisting at those locations. Just before 8 p.m., Waterloo Regional Police posted an update on Twitter saying that had, saying that had conducted their search at Hearthwood Drive and Grand Flats Trail. They also said that they would be reopening the streets around the courthouse. Police have not released the name of the man who was found dead at the car. Quote, I, cannot, I can't speak to who created it, but it appears to be the male who is deceased is responsible for the explosion, said Supped Eugene Fenton. Huh. So maybe... So they do think it was like a suicide bombing. Or, yeah, a terrorist attack of some sort. Yeah, I but guess. why would you ter terrorist attack that? Why a not courthouse? Well, I don't know. I can see that, actually, like, you know? Like, a courthouse, yeah, but... I mean, I would think if it was a terrorist organization, they would go for a bigger target maybe to get more public clout. Maybe that was just a one-guy thing. You never know. Maybe that's just... Yeah, he was just like a small terrorist who was like, you yeah. know what, Canada really sucks. Yeah, because it... Okay, but bigger terrorist organizations, well, they'll go for, like, the Supreme Courthouse. Yeah, and this is just the kitchen. Prime Minister's office. Maybe this is the start of a string of explosions, you know? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe he's attacks. trying to influence people to join him. Really? Join his cause. Yeah. Because he knows, like, so-and-so are corrupt or something. Yeah. Maybe, okay, let's move on to see what else is on here. First responders were called to Frederick and Duke Streets around 10.30 a.m. after residents heard a loud bang. Quote, I looked up at the building to see what it was and saw the flames shooting out from over over here, said Mike Sylvester. He was working at a nearby construction site when the explosion happened. Sylvester says that some of his colleagues tried to get a closer look at the vehicle. Quote, A couple of my co-workers ran over there and took a look inside, and there was a body inside, he said. Quote, It was engulfed in flames, so they couldn't do anything. Likely story. Just some flames are going to stop you? Just eat the flames. Yeah. National security is everyone's responsibility. <laughs> um, Rob Kowalczyk? Kowalczyk? Kowalczyk. Let's just call Koala. Koala. Who also works near where the explosion occurred, said he heard a loud... He heard a bang. could smell smoking plastic burning. Some of the guys on site tried to help the person out, but weren't able to make it in time. They opened the door... And it just fed the fire more, he said. Unfortunately, they weren't able to save that person. Police con confirmed around 2 p.m. that a man had been pronounced dead at the scene. No, hey, really? Maybe someone was doing an assassination on that guy. Yeah, but... Hmm, you really think... Maybe he... I got an idea. So, yeah. he was linked to two residences that were getting searched, right? Yeah. I think that's what it said. 
maybe someone knew that he was going to flip, you know, rat? Yeah. And so they killed him. Oh, yeah. Maybe this goes deeper. See, have you ever thought about this, like, hmm, at 2 p.m. he was, or 2 a.m. he was pronounced at? 2 p.m. Uh, 2 p.m. Hmm, no, really, he was in, in a burning car engulfed <laughs> in flame. I thought he was alive and laughing his head off. Really? Yeah. I didn't know he was dead. Yeah. Uh, there was a large police presence in the immediate area in the hours after the explosion. Just after 2 p.m., police put out a tweet saying that they were evacuating the immediate area, including Frederick Street, Scott Street, Duke Street, and Weber Street, or Weber Street. They also said that the, explos that the explosive disposal unit was also being brought in as a precautionary measure. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, there's not really much to add to that part, so... Former OPP, <laughs> PP, <laughs> Ontario, uh, yeah, I said PP, Commissioner and CTV News Public Safety Analyst Chris Lewis said the Explosive Disposal Unit is called in whenever there's a serious safety concern. Where there's known to be explosives or, ex or suspected to be, or in some cases they just don't really know, so they err on the side of caution, he said. Uh, th they bring those tools in, he said. Okay. Someone just tooted. Ew. Lewis said that the unit would look for more explosives, especially in a situation where it's not clear why the explosion had occurred. A car parked on the street that normally doesn't blow up unless it's an intentional thing. It's like, hmm... Oh, it could have been a faulty engine. Oh, potato, yeah. potato. Potato. You say tomato, I say tomato. You know? Who the hell says tomato? No one asked you, dude. You didn't even decide to be included in this. Yeah, bunghole. Lewis said that the unit is specifically trained for explosive disposal. No, They really. typically send in a robot with a camera to evaluate the scene before deciding how to best handle the situation. Lewis added that the added the unit would also examine why an explosion occurred and look for any evidence, including components of a device, fingerprints, or DNA. Well, uh, we're just going to end that segment here, and we'll be right back after this quick. This is a comedic ad. What's your name? Luke. What, what you do you from? do on your podcast? I'm from Saskatchewan, Canada. What do you do in your free time? Podcast. What's that called? Podcasting. No. No. <laughs> no, what's your podcast called? Oh, uh, Timmy T Talks with Luke. Is it any good? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's mediocre. Is it part of any sort of great network? Oh, yeah, it's part of Phenomenations. Uh, podcast network, yeah. So, uh, where can I find this? Timmy T Talks with Luke. Oh, well, you can find it on Spotify, Anchor, Podcast. Pod, Pocket Casts, uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And yeah, and lots, and lots more than that. We're done here. Throw them in the. All right, we're back. Um, we're just gonna continue what we were reading. Um, what we were talking about was the explosion outside of Kitchener, what of uh, uh, the outside of the Kitchener courthouse, an IED explosion from a car. Um, killed one man. Carrying on from our previous segment. In order to carry out their job safely, Lewis said that police would evacuate an area and create a perimeter to, invent, to prevent any injuries 
should an explosion occur. He added that a, the expo that explosive disposal units have become even more important in a quote-unquote counterterrorism world. Quote, when I joined the police when I joined policing in the 70s, terrorists were something in some other world. Unquote, Lewis said, quote, but in that whole counterterrorism world, there's been more and more training around explosive devices. The explo the investigation is ongoing. Anyone who has information about the incident is asked to contact police. With reporting from Stephanie Viella. Velila. Velella. 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 Well, anyway, tragic story of the Beirut explosion and uh, the car the IED explosion outside of Kitchener White House. Uh not White House, courthouse. Um more on that in at a later date, hopefully. Yeah. Well, not. We don't hope that anything more else. More info. Yeah, more info. We don't wish that something else happens like that at a later date. Um, well, we should be moving on, you know. Like. Yeah, uh, you think there are any other stories? Anything else to report on? Um, we should do like just a little fun part here. Uh, oh, yeah. Talk it's about something fun. Um. Trump's banning TikTok. Uh, that's not fun, dude. Depends on your opinion. I guess. Let's talk about, um, hmm, let's see here. Ooh, school dances, you know? That's fun to talk about, I guess. I mean. Uh, I remember one time we went to a school dance and we did that, you know, the freeze dance thing that we used to do? Yeah. Um, so I was doing that yeah. and I got, I think I won it and I got a McDonald's toy. It was like a bumblebee, you know, from Transformers. Mm -hmm. And I was pumped, man. It, it was like the sickest thing. I was like, man, this kicks ass, you know? Uh, I never really did much for the dances. Come close. And I remember, I remember even once I was only, only time I really did. Well, the most I did at a dance was run concession. Uh, you never like went to a dance? No, I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, nothing really too, um, a, um, you know, cool happens at the dances at school. Yeah. I wish people, like, got drunk and fight. Yeah. But See, that's why running cons concession is better, because you get to sit there with your buds. I ran concession once. Um, yeah, it was Yeah, cool. I think, were you there with me? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. And Drake was there before he, um, you know, he left. He's a listener of the podcast. Did you know that? No, I did not. Uh, I think so. Anyway, I hope he listens, cause you know plays. Um, yeah. So, any other fun stories? Uh. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it for this segment. We'll see you right after this break. What is up? It is me, your host of. Poisonous Podcast team. Uh, so here in my podcast, we do this random stuff. I want to kind of keep it family friendly, just to kind of get plays. Wink, wink. Uh, but as I was saying about that, you should listen to my podcast. Please do it. Uh, also, I am a part of the 
Phenomena Nations Podcast Network, and there's a whole bunch of others, which I can't tell you about right now. So, go listen to my podcast, as I said. Try to get me up to 1,000 plays in a couple of months. That's my goal. Uh, And other than that, see ya! comedy and a strong western feel that's good it it's good you add that together you get the movie the last stand with arnold schwarzenegger a movie came out in what i believe was 2013 takes place in a small town when an escaped cartel drug lord um makes his way for the border, he passes through the small town of Somerton. Little did he know that these cops, after having one of their own killed by some of the cartel members' men, are out for revenge, and they will not let anything get in their way. So it's really just a basically a modern-day western that has a lot of big guns and explosions and stuff. They blow up cars and uh, a lot of big, big guns, bullets, and a lot of blood and stuff. And guy gets blown in half, and it's sick. It's a really good movie. Um, I'd have to recommend it eight out of ten times. The acting wasn't exactly what you call A grade. However, it's an action movie. You don't. It it's overwhelming action near the end, and you don't need good acting to make an over-the-top action movie good. Take Shoot 'em Up, for example, with Clive Owen. He's not that good of an actor, I'll be honest. Um, but he, he, uh, he makes it seem like he's a, a good actor. He takes that and just does a lot of action which makes it a good movie. It doesn't matter if you're a good actor or not. If there's overwhelming action, it doesn't matter. It's just a good movie. Shoot 'em up, like I said before, like I was just talking about, is an amazing movie because of the omer, oh, omer, overwhelming amount of action in it. I'll give you an example. This guy's grappling ra- down, grappling, ra- repelling, down a a spiral staircase in an apartment building or an old apartment building with a baby in his arms killing a steady stream of hitmen with a machine gun that seems to never run out of bullets he shoots a guy in the face with a shotgun jumps and then he falls he falls down probably like two or three stories with a baby in his arms and not a scratch then he gets all his fingers broken at, in the end, and I don't want to spoil it, but he kills a guy with bro- with all his fingers broken. And it it doesn't matter that the acting was subpar. 
all that matters about that movie is that it was awesome. Your mind was taken off the acting by the action, and that's what The Last Stand did very well. They used a lot of big guns and explosions and action to take your mind off of, hey, they're not delivering those lines that great, actually. It's, it's just a very good movie all around. But, you know, it's an action movie. It's a typical action movie. It's it's like an action western set in modern times. Seven, well, seven years ago, obviously. And it was awesome. They used historical guns. Tommy guns. Um, they used a 1939 um, minigun. And they just mowed down a whole bunch of bad guys. And it was so cool. Um... We're not going to go through the whole movie because this isn't the whole podcast. We're doing a new format, like I said before. And I definitely recommend that movie, The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe it's on Netflix, which it's where I watched it. So it's definitely available on Netflix Canada. Um, who? That I, I'll. I will be honest with you. My, I, do, I don't care if there's good or bad acting in a movie, as long as it's a good movie. It's not. It's. I don't find that the actors make the movie good. I find that what the movie is makes it good. Like I said, with any over-the-top action movie, the violence, the action makes it a good movie, not the acting. If it's a drama, you're going to want to work on the acting. But this wasn't a drama, this was an action movie. Um, That's just my little rant on action movies and The Last Stand, which you should go check out. Modern Western action comedy crime movie. Check it out, Netflix. We will be uh, right back. Ever since its debut on April 3rd, 2018, Phenomena Nations has been noticed as the best podcast to ever bless the ears of its, of its worldwide listenership. I'm the host, Max Bouchette, and I welcome you to an ad, an advertisement of Phenomena Nations podcast. I'm basically the greatest podcaster ever. Um, I'm basically what you could call the sugar daddy of the Phenomena Nations Podcast Network podcasts. That would be including the one that you're listening to right now. Um, yeah. Phenomena Nations is available on every podcatcher ever. Um, yeah. Go check it out. Phenomena Nations Podcast. Spewing the truth since 2018. What we're doing here is we're just trying out a new format and, um, you know, just seeing what sticks, you know? Uh, I've always wanted to be in radio since, um, for a while. For a while, anyway. And this is the closest thing I'm going to get for a while. Ho- um, hopefully I can get into radio eventually. There's a local radio station, Rock 101 FM. They, um, they're pretty cool. I want to be the next morning. I want to be 
the best morning host. Um, but I live 45 minutes outside of the city where they host, and plus I'm 14, so that's not exactly feasible right now. But, um, this is what we have for right now. Hopefully we can raise enough money to uh, get the online radio station up and working. I'm still working out the kinks for Patreon and Kickstarter. I think we're going to put up a Patreon, but we're not going to have physical things you can buy. We're still, But we're going to have the shout-outs. Uh, I think I have a list here. Give me a second. Do -do -do, check my notebook. Is there anything? Um, uh, no. It's not in here, but I know there's... We can read you any message as long as it's not a sponsorship. Uh, sponsorships are cheap. Message me and we can work out the details. If you need anything sponsored, real cheap, real sponsorship. If you want to start a new podcast, you have a podcast that you want to boost. Or you, you have, maybe you have a sale at your uh, hardware store. I don't care. It doesn't matter what you're trying to promote. I have to... However, I do have to run the red the I do have to run it over to see if it's what I want. However, there is a large percent chance that you will get this sponsorship. Um, you get the any message read. You you can get the mental high five. You can get a shout out. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what we're gonna be doing for the Patreon, hopefully soon, and Kickstarter as well. We're still working that out. It's work in progress, I guess. We're not going to have the radio station done by the end of the summer. But, you know, we're still working on making a studio, actually. Um, in my backyard, we, uh, not, yeah, in the backyard, I guess. We are making a small little shack. We're just going to put the soundproofing on the walls, just plywood and soundproofing and then we're just going to record in there. I think it's going to be a good little thing to use and it's going to be very helpful for the recording. Um, I guess that's about it for the podcast. Like I said, we're just trying something new here with the new format. I'm working on editing more uh, audio-wise, not um, just cutting out the bad parts and stuff. And I'm editing the sound of the audio it's um the audio may be sounding a bit weird in this episode still working that out too but hopefully it'll turn out very nice i'm ordered a new microphone hopefully that'll come in within the next two three weeks oh and an update for schools um the fun thing about this it, this new format is that I can record it throughout the week. But the bad thing is, if I report on a news story, it can change. For the schools now in Saskatchewan, masks are mandatory. However, it's not in classrooms, just in like hallways and stuff. So, uh, however, I'm in a fairly rural area, and the school is in a very small town. So hopefully we are able to, you know, cut back on the limitations, you know, but we have a lot of, uh, you know, teachers that are, um, 
the ones that believe that it's not a biological weapon. I mean, like, how, come on, can you believe that? But, um, it is a bioweapon, though. Uh, however, whatever, you know, it, whatever, it's, um, just a thing. However, um, me and my brother Luke, host of Timmy T Talks with Luke, um, link in the description, we are going to be wearing particle respirators to prove a point. Uh, we got some particle respirators lined up for us, and it's going to be pretty sick. Uh, I hope there's no mandatory testing. That's still pretty shaky. I'm pretty sure it's only voluntarily, unless you're a teacher. And that's another thing. Uh, with the testing, if a one drop of my spit is enough to get my entire extended family sick... Why the hell do you have to shove a cotton swab down my... Why do you have to deep throat me with a, a freaking cotton swab down my nose? It's, uh, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. It's, um, if they, if they make it mandatory, I'm going to say no way asswipe, and I'm just going to leave. Mom will pick me up. I'm sure she will agree with me. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. Say no to mandatory masks and pirate. You were just listening to another episode of Phenomena Nation's podcast, hosted by Max Bichette. Phenomena Nation's podcast is a part of the Phenomena Nation's podcast network, obviously. The other podcasts in the network include The Poisonous Podcast, Timmy T Talks with Luke, How About That A, and Shelling Gear the Podcast. More podcasts to be added soon. Please tune in again next episode. Party on.